0: Happy Friday. The topic for conversation is how do I create a frequency of change in my life with the amazing Annette Copeland. Annette Copeland, Indy, is the author of Dragonfly Into the Light. After her own journey of recovery from self-neglect and toxic patterns, Annette felt compelled to raise awareness about trauma and emotional abuse. She combines awareness and solutions while encouraging individuals to break harmful cycles and cultivate flourishing lives. She believes practicing emotional self-regulation and learning to recognize behaviors that cause repetitive patterns is essential. Annette encourages everyone to look into their own experience in a way that will allow them to recognize and Release behaviors that evolve from past experience to create a life of peace and fulfillment. She says, I wrote the book Dragonfly to raise awareness about toxic patterns, encourage personal growth, and to break the patterns passed down through generations. Emotional intelligence and self-regulation is needed in this world more now than ever. As we learn to respond instead of reacting to outside stimulus, we not only empower ourselves to grow, but we give others the permission and guidance to follow along. It's time to equip humans with the tools they need to live fulfilling and amazing lives. See it, feel it, process it, release it. Then carry the torch so that the others can follow you out of the darkness. Annette Copeland, 2023. You may, excuse me, (laughs) you may uh, go to Annette's uh, website at AnnetteCopeland.com and she says that her website is the best place to reach out to her or follow her journey. She offers free and paid courses, and her books are also listed there for anyone who wishes to read them. It's Annette, spelled A-N-N-E-T-T-E-C-O-P-E-L-A-N-D dot com. Okay? And we have Annette in the studio, so let's get into our interview with her, okay? And give her a big round of applause. Hello, Annette. Welcome.
1: Hi, how are you?
0: (laughs) Wonderful. So very thankful to have you in the studio today. Um, I want to go ahead and get into our interview with you. Um, I think your message is uh, powerful and very important for our listeners. How does one recognize generational patterns of toxic behavior?
1: Hi. Well, that's a great question. So I find that a lot of times generational patterns of toxic behavior show up as habits and repetitive sayings that you've heard from your parents, that they heard from their grandparents, and on down the line. Things like, if you're going to cry, go to your room. Things that people say and then perpetuate on and on and on. And those feelings of shame and guilt follow through along with those patterns of behavior.
0: Okay. And then how did you decide that writing a book was the way to get your message out?
1: Well, I started writing a book sort of as therapy for myself. I just needed like a creative outlet. And I started writing back in like 2006. And then during the pandemic, I needed a creative outlet, and I thought, you know, I started this book way back when. I should revisit that and finish it. And then I decided while I was going through that process that it would be wonderful if I could use book, which is fiction, to create awareness around emotional trauma and generational patterns to instigate. Awareness and healing for people that read the book. That's
0: wonderful. Then, what are common ways humans use addictions to hide from potential growth?
1: Well, any way, any time you're keeping yourself busy or filling your time with something like busy work or uh, social media or even things like being an overachiever, things like that, when you never take downtime and you never spend any time alone with yourself because the voices are too loud or the emotions are too deep, then you realize that you're trying to cover up or bury those emotions by keeping yourself super busy Being an overachiever so that you're always feeling like you're accomplishing something. And that can look like people who take a lot of extra educational classes. They read a lot of self-help books. Maybe they volunteer a lot for other people, but they really don't take the time to take care of themselves. It's commonly things like that.
0: Okay, thank you. And then, why did you choose to write the book *Dragonfly into the Light* as fictional instead of a self-help, instead of a help, self-help book?
1: Well, I thought that by writing an engaging, entertaining story that had real-life characters in it that you could really, really relate to, would be more attractive to people that were interested in reading the book. And I believe that a lot of people that are suffering from emotional abuse and generational patterns are completely unaware that those things are happening or have happened to them in the past. So I thought it would be a gentle way to introduce the topic to people that maybe didn't know that they were being traumatized through those types of things. But then I also wanted to add some self-help, some things that they can do to feel better because the book itself can be raw and it can open up some emotions that you don't really realize you had. So I wanted to raise awareness, but then also come back and give people ideas and ways that they might be able to help themselves before maybe they even want to see a therapist or a coach or something to get additional assistance. Okay, excellent. And then what brought you
0: to this particular journey?
1: Well, personal experience, really. I was raised by parents who had parents that grew up during the Great Depression. So there were patterns of behavior that were passed down from generation to generation in my family. And, you know, even using alcohol to try to mask your feelings, to try to cover up your grief or shame that was pretty common in the people in my family and I even I drank pretty heavily when I was younger but I found at Mm -hmm. some point I decided I didn't want to do that anymore so it's pretty common in families to see the same type of behavior like just keep going over and over and over again and fortunately my dad stopped drinking years ago and then My brother and I also, who were heavy drinkers when we were younger, both quit at some point. And fortunately, my sister never was a drinker, so it worked out really good for her. So we broke that generational pattern ourselves early without even realizing we were doing it. And our children, none of our children really drink. So that's that's pretty good.
0: Yes, yes. And then who do you hope reads your book, Dragonfly?
1: Well, I'm looking for, honestly, younger women. Uh, A lot of the people that are in my following are people between like 40 and 65, and a lot of them have found the book extremely relatable and they've been able to understand and, and really get in touch with the characters in the book. But I'm really hoping to reach a young audience to possibly help prevent them from going through Some of the traumas that happen when you get into relationships with people and you're just not quite ready to be a really good communicator or set good boundaries around what makes you feel safe and well and whole as a human so my hope is that of course it'll be good for everyone who reads it but i really would like for younger people to read it just so that they can get a head start on being more emotionally aware and maybe avoid some of the pitfalls that living in a toxic family or a toxic relationship or having trauma bonds and things like that would cause.
0: Okay, and then how does emotional growth apply in health and, excuse me, in health or weight loss?
1: Emotional growth is really important when it comes to health and also with weight loss because our emotions affect the vibration of ourselves. It affects the health of ourselves, it affects our entire body. And one way for people to understand that is to think about the way stress affects a person. If you know somebody that's lived under a great deal of stress, you can see the effects that that stress has on their physical body. They look different, they act different, they carry themselves different than someone who's happy and not dealing with all of that stress. Now I'm not saying you can't be under stress and happy at the same time because of course you can, but stress takes its toll on your body at a cellular level, and so do emotions that you're holding on to, such as fear, shame, and guilt. And if you get into a situation where you're living in a, like a toxic situation, abuse and like emotional trauma can lead to things like autoimmune disease or diseases like fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue syndrome, and things like that because it just it interferes with the body's ability to detoxify and heal itself at a cellular level.
0: Mm -hmm. Thank you. And then um, where do generational patterns come from?
1: Generational patterns can come from any sort of behavior because what happens is it's more about the perception of the person who is witnessing the habit than it is the actual habit itself. So I like to use the example of when we were nomads, back hundreds of years ago when people lived in small, tiny communities or nomads and they went around from place to place because of the weather. If you did something wrong, you would be ostracized from the community and being pushed out of the nest, basically told to go live on your own out in the wilderness was a death sentence because you would either starve to death, die from the elements or be attacked by a bear or something wolves or whatever. So that DNA, like our cellular memory, automatically goes to that I've been ostracized when things happen, like say mom and dad are having a conversation that's a little too sensitive for kid ears. And instead of saying, hey, mom and dad want to have a talk, can you go play in the other room or can you go to your room and do something else, if mom and dad just say, hey, go to your room, and they don't explain why they're, they're saying that, The child can then, of course, go to their room, and then they're going to sit there and wonder, like, oh, my gosh, what did I do wrong? Why did I just get kicked out of the room where everyone was at? Why am I alone? And it can lead to things like abandonment issues and feeling like you're not wanted, as well as kicking off that genetic code saying, oh, my gosh, you've just been ostracized from everyone else. And your fight or flight can kick in and cause you to feel like you're going to die. So when you're a child, your brain starts to try to make sense out of all of that. And your ego is like, you're going to die, you're going to die, you're going to die. So then you're panicking and trying to figure out what you did wrong and you want to try to fix it and you want to go back in there and explain yourself, but you didn't actually do anything wrong. So those generational patterns because of a lack of communication can perpetuate over and over and over again because as adults we're not taught how to communicate things to a child in a way that a child can make sense out of it does that make sense
0: yes it does thank you so so very much and then I I have uh, one more question what is your um, favorite coffee and or hot beverage
1: um, you know I don't really drink coffee because I don't tolerate caffeine well and I believe that <laughs> ties into my fight or flight response <laughs> it makes me extremely anxious but if I'm going to drink something hot it's probably going to be cocoa
0: <laughs> cocoa yeah. wonderful yes yes and then um, for, for our listeners to learn more about you can you please let them know where they can find you and your social media handles please
1: Yeah, you can search for me on Instagram and Facebook as Ask Dr. Annette. And um, let's see, I'm on TikTok as Annette K. Copeland. But you can also search for me by name, Annette Copeland. And I think I have a link on my website to my Facebook community as well. I also have a free group for healthy living if anybody's interested in joining that.
0: Okay, wonderful. Thank you so very much, Annette. It, oh wait, now how do? You, what title do you go by, if I may ask? Do you go by uh, Annette or Doctor?
1: I just tell people to call me Annette, but Doctor Annette, Annette okay. is fine as well. <laughs>
0: Okay, Doctor Annette, I love it. Okay, thank you so very much, Doctor Annette. I appreciate you taking the time to come here and educate us. Um and it has been such a pleasure. And thank you, thank you, thank you. Um I just I just um I don't I don't have enough thank yous for you. So bye oh, for now. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Yes, yes. Thank you again. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye for now. Bye-bye. <laughs> and there we are, everyone. That was the amazing Dr. Annette. Um, I love her because as I'm listening, she's explaining as I'm asking questions, she's. Um, um, I'm kind of giving somewhat of the a problem and she's giving us solutions right so having solutions in a recovery process is massive right because that's the only way that we can break our patterns of behavior correct she just explained it all <clears throat> Excuse me, pretty pretty quickly and concisely. And may I elaborate more on Dr. Cop- Annette Copeland really quickly about Annette. Being a typical overachiever, codependent, empathetic, single mom who was raised in a trauma zone, I found myself repeating relationship and health cycles over and over again. Same relationship with a different face same twenty thirty pounds over and over again, blaming others for my situation of abuse and toxic patterns. My bucket list had a lot of checks on it. I had been the co-host of a local radio show, a lead singer of a popular band, and a proud single mom to an amazing daughter. But even with all of the travel, adventures, and success, I was still empty inside in my desire to help myself and others i became a neuropathic doctor author and coach with the deep belief that humans need a holistic root cause excuse me a holistic root cause approach to health which relies heavily on emotional well-being i am passionate about encouraging others to not only heal themselves but also their family by becoming aware of toxic behaviors emotional blocks and generational patterns or curses. I have seen amazing emotional growth in entire families because a mom decided to commit to change inside of herself. What may have started as a weight loss journey that was stalled by negative emotions may evolve into a healing, not only for her own personal struggles, but also for her entire family, including parents, grandparents, and children. The ripples created by one person who joins the evolution are proven to affect others around you. When you show up differently, the rest of the world looks different. You can not only choose how you want to see it, but how it looks back at you. The frequency of change is here. And we are all being called to rise to that occasion, to the occasion, excuse me. I believe that becoming more aware of our personal emotional patterns, we can not only heal and elevate ourselves, but also the people around us. I wrote my book, Dragonfly Into the Light, as a fiction self-help book. Through a very engaging storyline, I create awareness of what emotional abuse looks like for those who may not know and weave in simple things that you can do for yourself or for someone whom you care deeply about who may be facing some of these types of abuse. My goal is to raise awareness while providing hope and simple tools for people who need it and to prevent continued or new abusive situations from arising. If I can help one person never enter an abusive situation, then I have achieved my goal. Okay, I'm quoting Dr. Annette Copeland. Okay, so that's who we just heard from. Excuse me, I'm so sorry. I had a little coffee myself, and I, I, I probably should have chose water. But at any rate, this is a Dr. Annette Copley. And as you can see, she just graced the studio a few moments ago. And even those very power, this very powerful write-up um, from her journey and then how she's um, shared her journey with us and also able to help us and she has groups that we a group it looks like that we can join. Let's jump on these opportunities, folks, and support each other. Okay? So I hope you enjoyed this magnificent episode on how do I create a frequency of change in my life with Annette Copeland. You can find a copy of this episode at Coffee Chat with Camille At dot or here at blog talk radio forward slash coffee chat with Camille.com inside of the show notes you will see that there is a link it says for the audience and there you will find Annette Copeland.com okay and she offers free and paid courses and her books are also listed there for anyone who wishes to read them okay so, thank you again. Happy Friday everyone. Thank you for listening to us today. And, uh, bye for now.